Scarantino, and this is the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Every week, I'm going to be talking about a new topic to help you guys get the fuck off the shit that doesn't serve you anymore. But first, let me tell you a little bit about me. I used to work as a bartender, and I lived in the New York City bar scene. I smoked between a pack or two a day, and I was what you'd call quite overweight. I learned that the secret to adopting a healthy lifestyle is a series of mindset shifts. Unfortunately, they don't always come with an owner's manual, so I decided to start this podcast to give you guys the nuts and bolts without you having to do all the research on your own. Getting healthy does not mean you have to sacrifice your outstanding personality, and it actually can be quite a fun journey. I'm really excited to have you guys on that journey with me. Let's get off together. Okay, welcome back everybody to the Get the Fuck Off podcast on this Monday, January 24th. I wanted to do an episode today about energy because I don't know if I've actually done one about energy on this particular podcast and it's been something that's been coming up in my life with my friends, in my relationships, with my business, with all of these things and I thought that it would be a really good topic to kind of dive into today. I don't know how long I'm going to talk. This could be a 10-minute episode for all I know because I don't, again, have a lot of notes. But I thought I would just start with kind of where I'm at. So I was listening to a talk on Wisdom, uh, the Wisdom app, and I love the Wisdom app. I think that the Wisdom app is fantastic. I don't give a lot of talks on the Wisdom app, but I listen to a lot of talks. It's uh, different conversations that are happening, mainly with people in personal development or people that have a vested interest in self-improvement. It's a really awesome app. And just this last week, the founder of the app came on to give a talk. And I didn't actually stick around for the whole talk, but I was listening to her while she was waiting for her guest, talking about startups and how... She wanted to leave her nine to five to go start this startup and it was something that she wanted to do for a while but the energy that went into going to the nine to five between the commute and then actually working the nine to five and then putting the energy into the nine to five and then coming home and having to do the task of feeding yourself which I don't like when you guys are feeding yourselves when you're in your regular setting You don't realize that that actually takes up energy. But when I was on the road, for example, and I was traveling all the time and I didn't know like where I was or anything, I realized how much effort and energy I actually had to put into just that small act. So, you know, you still have to worry about that and you still have to take care of your home and you still have to do your laundry and you have all these things. And the the theory is that you're eventually going to transition completely out of your nine to five into your startup. But... In reality, it just doesn't work that way because of how much of your energy the 9 to 5 takes up. So what ends up happening is you kind of have to make a calculated risk. And it always is a risk. I mean, it's always a risk. I never worked in corporate America, but up until a couple of months ago, I had jobs that I worked on the side. And even I noticed, you know, one of those was working in a bar um, because I didn't want to work Monday through Friday nine to five and have the daytime hours you know be sucked up by you know this have my energy basically be sucked up so I thought okay well you know I have a weekend job where I work like one or two days in the weekend and then I have a job at a bar where I work one or two days during the week so ultimately I usually was working about three days a week at these side jobs and I thought okay this will be a good transitional thing 
But even with jobs like that that don't require a lot of brain power, they still work to suck up your energy. Because when you're working in a job like bartending, it's very rote, right? So you don't get to, there's not a lot of curiosity in bartending. There's not a lot of curiosity in service work, like at all. That's why people, they think that they get stuck in those jobs because they make a lot of money or because it's easy or or whatever. But it's really because your brain is just doing a repetition. And what happens is the more you allow your brain to fall into grooves of repetition, the, the harder it is to hone the skill of curiosity, innovative thinking, thinking outside the box, being able to explore new possibilities, being able to see new realities, exercise of your reticular activating system, all of these things. So it ended up that it wasn't actually working out for me. It was just, it was just taking up space and it was taking up hours. So I was fighting the animal of having those things happening on the side and not being able to move forward because it was still sucking up so much energy. Now, I did do it in a smart way. And I was still coaching and I was still, I was very conscious of my energy by that point. And I was also doing a research project at the time. And that project was, you know, piquing my curiosity. So I was, I was keeping myself in the best place that I could. But the energy drain was very real. And so this whole idea of where your energy goes, the energy flows, is a real thing. And so here we are. It's 2022. I haven't worked for anyone but myself in the last two months. It's going to be, I think I I left my jobs mid-November. And it's been fine. Um, I'm kind of taking this the way that I treated uh, quitting drinking because everything has to be in micro steps, right? So I always say, okay, well, I work for myself today. Everything's fine today. It seems everything's good today. And that's how I assess it. It's like, because what we tend to do with our brains, I'm I'm doing this episode because some things kind of got me thinking about it. I went out to lunch with some friends uh, this past week and I'd heard about a couple of my friends kind of going back to um, our old job, which we we were also unhappy with. And I was thinking, okay, like, let me try to analyze the thought processes that I had in times where I ran back to places that were safe and provided me security. Because I'll tell you what, whenever you're you're doing these things that involve these calculated risks, it's not safe, it's not secure, there's no guarantee, like everything is just what can you make happen? And it, it's not the often the logical route, like with the with the the tech startup and the nine to five. Like the logical answer is stay at the nine to five until you can just easily ease into the tech startup. But that's not how it works. Like you have to leave the nine to five first without certainty in order to get the startup off the ground. It's not logical. It's not rational. It's not safe. And our brains really don't like that kind of thing. I mean, now I am all about the calculated risk. I'm not suggesting that anybody quit their jobs. I'm not even saying that I'm making the the the, the most rational decision by choosing to only work for myself. But for now, it is what I want and it is what's in alignment. So that is what I'm doing. So I wanted to kind of talk about it because I wanted to talk about energy and how this plays into what I'm doing. So for me, energy is a big piece of the puzzle. So this podcast, for example, takes up energy. And I do this as a service. I don't get paid money for it. I don't have sponsors. I don't even have a Patreon, even though I just kind of signed up for an account just to see what it was about. But I really don't even think I'm going to do that. I might do the 2 to $3 like a month 
if you want to support me kind of thing and that I might roll out just in case I have friends or people that really like this that want to support me. I know with my Spotify wrapped I saw that some of you guys listen to me more than you listen to any other podcast so my love to you but I don't run analytics because I want to keep this as pure as possible and I know that if you all want to hear me talk about something then you'll just email me and tell me Andy A-N-D-E-E at getthefuckoff.com so I know I know that that's going to happen. So this I do as a service, but this takes energy. Um, I am very active with people that have subscribed to my email list. That takes energy. You know, working with clients takes a lot of energy because it is an intimate relationship. Coaching, transformational coaching is an intimacy. And that takes energy. And I can't do... I can do three me I can do three sessions a day, you know, sometimes, but I like to keep it to two because it's really it's it's an energetic experience. You know, you don't sit with somebody in that capacity and hold that space for somebody without it taking energy. And this is fine. Like I this is what I am in alignment. This is what I love to do. It is it's beautiful. I mean, but I'm also right now, you know, I've been in business since November of 2020, so I'm not you know, not terribly long. And I'm still just doing one-on-one coaching. I, I haven't built group programs yet. I haven't, you know, done any of that stuff yet. So I am a, a, I'm a one-woman operation. I'm doing all my own shit. I'm running my social media, actually. I have many social outlets that I am completely responsible for. I manage my own website. I manage my own email marketing. I manage my own, you know, I, I do it all. So the energy that goes into it is very real. And now that this is what I do, it's important to protect that energy. So there are things where I, I, I've had to reevaluate. I've had to reevaluate how much I speak to certain people because sometimes those particular people take a lot out of me that I don't have that much to give back. I don't have the capacity at this time to give back. And... Um, it kind of came down to just this last couple of weeks. I have a, a friend and like my love for this person is is tremendous. Like I, there are a few people in the world that I have more love or admiration for. And I, I basically said to this person, you know, I need to take some steps back. Because right now what's going on is, and I don't know if I said it in this exact way. So I, I don't think that they even listen to this podcast. So it's paraphrasing. But basically what's happening was the energetic hold that I, I placed in this relationship. Like there was an energetic bond and I engaged energetically to such a level with that that sometimes it would surprise the fuck out of me, the synchronicities. Like sometimes I would say or do something or send a picture of something or talk about something and, and there were synchronicities that were so present. I was like, this is this is a parallel of energy and there's an exchange of energy happening in this particular relationship. And it's something that's very beneficial to me. But right now, do I have a surplus of energy that I could continue to keep putting there. And the answer to me was not at this time. And that that was important throughout my life in any single time I was going through a major transitional period. I had to be very guarded about where the energy was flowing. 
And that's so important for you guys, by the way. This is so, so important. If you're just here because you want to lose a little bit of weight or you want to stop drinking or you want to do any of these things, this can apply to those areas. If you are in a situation where you are trying to lose weight, say, you you are viewing your body as what you do for your body as service and other people are, are begging you to go out and eat crap food, I mean, and and people will do that, you know, or let's go out for margaritas, you know, stuff like that. You really have to guard that with your life. Now, I'm going to tell you that if you're looking to lose a bunch of weight, like you don't have to, you know, put, put restrictions on yourself for the rest of ever. Like that's not how it goes. I pretty much eat whatever I want now. And now that I'm, you know, at a healthy weight and homeostasis, I can pretty much with moderation and with understanding and with intuition be able to pretty much eat whatever I want whenever I want. And you'd, you'll get there too. Like that'll happen for you. But in the beginning, you have to be very guarded with your energy. It's kind of like any like anything to do with business. Like in the beginning, you have to be very guarded with your energy. If people are coming in telling you why you're not going to succeed, you got to push them right the fuck out. And I have a mentor that told me that, said – um, I think you guys probably all that listened to the episode with Ash Amberger know about her. She told me, watch out for the dream zappers because they are going to be the people that are going to come to you and they're going to say you can't do it. And a dream zapper, you know, what are they doing? And that that is enough to, that's, this is, this is back to me speaking, that's enough to fuck up your energy. That is enough to make you second guess what you're doing, flare up your imposter syndrome and redirect what you actually want. So you have to be very, very mindful of keeping that out. So the two things, you know, where is your energy going? What energy are you allowing in? These are two huge things that are going on, the protection of your energy. So I wanted to kind of go back to that shitty job that I used to have. And I want to talk about it because I noticed a little bit of something that was going on recently. And what ended up happening, because I'm, I'm close with a lot of people that are still working there. And I mean, I spent, you know, like a third of my life at this place. So it's not like it can just be gone. And my ties to it are going to be completely evaporated. Like this is, I'm probably going to have ties to that particular place for the rest of my existence. It's just, it's part of me. And I'm not going to deny that it's part of me. But I guess what happened was, um, they did a New Year's Eve party and they paid the employees very, very little. And, you know, I, I know what people are supposed to be paid or what I was always paid uh, when I used to work those parties. And they were great parties. And, I mean, I, granted, I know I, from, from what I understand, you know, this was kind of thrown together last minute because of COVID and everything like that. But still, I mean, what, what we were paid was a, a decent wage. And what it equated that they ended up being paid was it was just abysmal. So what ended up happening was there was a lot of chatter uh, that I was hearing and, and one of my friends was saying, well, you know, this is, you know, and, and talking about how, you know, going to bat for it basically. And then there was a, a period of time where they were talking about unionizing and they were going to unionize and they were all going to get together and they were going to do all this stuff. And I was thinking, you know, all of this sounds really great in theory, but this is just a giant waste of your fucking energy. <laughs> It's a giant waste of your fucking energy. I was there for over 11 years. 
I can tell you with certainty that nothing is going to change. Like nothing. And I used to do that all the time when I was there. I used to make other people my work. So I used to have these sit downs with these people that, that worked there, right? I'm going to, I'm going to sit down with this person and I'm going to, I'm going to say what's on my mind. <laughs> and like, so you're going to you know, sit down and you're going to make yourself feel good and you're going to blah, 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 and like throw it out on the table. I'm going to, I'm going to really show them how they're, they're really taking advantage of us. I was like, fuck you. Like nothing ever fucking happened. Like all these fucking years, things just got worse and worse and worse. And we were exploited more and more and more. And they just took more and more and more. And the longer that you stay in it, it's Stockholm syndrome, Stockholm syndrome, just over and over abuse, 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 abuse. And that's all that happened. (laughs) Nothing ever changed. And I kept doing this shit where I'm like, I'm going to make everybody my work. You know, I was, I was in charge of uh, like a bunch of different things over, over the years. Like I was in charge of the training team for a while and in charge of the bar over, for a while. You know, I was going out and do, did a couple of openings and these are all just uses of my energy, but I wasn't, I wasn't working on anything that like, I wasn't working on, on Andy. Like I wasn't working on me. I was making all these other people my work. And I was like, I'm just going to dump energy into this and it's going to get better. No, it wasn't going to get better. That was never, that was never within my capability to make that better. It was never in my capability to make it better. And not, and not only that, but it wasn't my immediate superiors. They weren't able to make it better either. It came from such a high place. There was no, and not only that, did it come from such a high place, but just in the whole industry itself, in this damn country, right down to the structure of how it all works at a macro level, at an economic level, there was no way it was ever going to get fucking better ever. And now, just now, just now, people are like, oh, you know what? We're just not going to do those jobs anymore. And now there's a giant shortage. And I wonder why. But it was never going to get better. And I invested all of this energy and time. I mean, just time and energy. And and I'm going to sit with this person. If this doesn't improve, I'm going to write to this person. Bullshit. That person doesn't give a fuck about you. You're making fucking $7.75 an hour. I mean, granted, by the end, I was, we were making $10 by the end. But when I got hired there, I made $4.65 an hour. Like, nobody gives a damn fuck about what you have to say at $4.65 an hour. Baby, work on yourself and get yourself somewhere else. And that was something that I had to learn. Protecting my energy. Protecting my energy. I could have invested all this energy and time. I mean, I remember when the pandemic started, I was briefly considering investing before I started investing in myself, you know, briefly investing in this idea of unionizing. And then what happened? I mean, I ran into a roadblock with the first sheep that I talked to. This company will never work with unions. And I'm like, well, this is going to be a waste of my energy. If I can't move that pig head, then what the fuck? I can't move. I can't move a sheep if I can't move a chair at the table. You know, like this just isn't going to work. Like it just isn't going to work. The energy that you put into things, where do you want to put that energy? Do you want to take that energy and dump it into something you don't care about? Or you want to take that same damn energy and put it into something that you do care about? 
Because if you're sitting, and I'll tell you what, I've had to work survival jobs, guys. I've had to do it my whole life. I wasn't born with any fucking money, and I, I, I had to do it my whole life. I've worked with the public my whole damn life before I started working for myself. And I'm going to tell you what, the way, what I learned truly by the end of it was that if you have to do work that you're not happy in, fine, but invest as little energy into it as possible. When you leave, turn off the energy spigot. Turn it off. Just turn it off. Don't focus your energy there because your thoughts have an incredible power to shape your reality. People do not like to buy this concept, but it's actually true. Uh, This is something that I had to focus on. I had to learn that when I left this place or that place or whatever, I wasn't going to continue to perseverate over things that happened or stuff that I wanted to change because that didn't matter. I would go back to who do I want to be? What do I want to be doing? What's in alignment for me? If none of those things had anything to do with it, I didn't care. Like I didn't give a fuck. Oh, this person and their personality don't care. Doesn't affect me. Oh, this person is screwing this person. Don't care. Doesn't affect me. Like all of those things. Where are you putting your energy? Like are you putting your energy into somebody else's story? Okay, why? Is it somebody else's story that's enhancing you, that's helping you grow? Or is it somebody else's story that's senseless nonsense gossip? Like don't put your energy there. Your energy has to be, you have to be very guarded, very guarded over your energy and I want to take this to uh, like I want to I want to take it to kind of uh, you know I kind of want to highlight physics but first I'm gonna just talk about this concept in human behavior called extinction so this is this is when you don't reinforce a behavior at all. So a lot of times we get stuck in the energy trap when we start reinforcing other people's behavior or we start reinforcing our own behavior. Um, A lot of times when it comes down to behavior change, you have to provide reinforcement to yourself. Um, So people will be like, I shouldn't need to give myself a present for exercising. It's like, well, maybe you do. And that's okay because, you know, you are spirit, but you're also a human with a working brain. And your working brain really likes reinforcement. And, you know, it responds chemically to reinforcement. So you can try to fight against why you think that that shouldn't be. Or you could just reinforce your damn good habits. Why are you so fucking stubborn? Just fucking stop. Like when I was quitting smoking, I bought myself new running clothes. I had so many brand new pairs of running tights because I quit smoking in February. It's actually end of February. It's going to be four years. And when I quit drinking, I I tell the story often about how I buy myself nonsense shit on Amazon. Like I have this package. It's actually right in front of me of these Mr. Yuck stickers because when I was a child, I can still be somewhat of a child. Um, I really liked Mr. Yuck. It's this green uh, poison control uh, frowny face with his tongue sticking out. I'm looking at them right now. They're great. Um, but I bought myself a package of those and I bought myself some books and I reinforced the whole way. So if you guys are looking to start something, reinforcement is great. But reinforcement is also energy. So like you're putting your the energy, where the energy goes, the energy flows, right? So you're, you're dumping energy into the reinforcement of the good behavior and then it's working, right? So there's this concept in behavioral studies called extinction. And what extinction is, is when you don't reinforce a behavior. So I'm going to kind of give an example. And to be honest, I don't, 
just by me doing this, I'm reinforcing somebody's behavior. But I don't think that the person probably listens to this podcast. I, I would I would venture to say they probably don't. So if they do, then it reinforces the behavior. But here's what happened. So this last, I don't know, like couple of weeks, I have this person trolling me on Instagram. And I, I hate people that troll me on Instagram. And it's obviously somebody I know. And it's really annoying. And I, I mean, and if I don't know them, like if, or if they don't know me, it would just be a damned miracle. So I'm like, all right. So I made a mistake with this person. So the person sent me a message request on Instagram to reply to one of my stories. And what I should have done was notice that it was clearly a fake account with a cartoon character picture with no posts, like following 20 people, like one follower. Like this is obviously some, you know, troll fake account. So I, I didn't respond, but I made the mistake of, you know, I... I don't usually block accounts because what blocking people does is reinforce their behavior, right? Like somebody's trolling you, so you block them. That provides a reinforcement. It gives them a little shot of whatever chemical, dopamine, I don't fucking know. It gives you them a little shot of something which makes them want to continue. Like, oh, I got what I want. I got her. Yeah. So I don't block accounts. But I made a fucking mistake, guys. I made a mistake. I had posted something on my Instagram story about how I met this random dude in the bagel shop. And, you know, his name was X or Z or whatever I posted. I posted the name, but I don't want to say it on the podcast. And um, I said, well, I'm going to tag the location. That way, if you, you see it, you can reach out to me. And, you know, all this shit. I shouldn't have posted that on my fucking story for everybody. Should have just posted it for close friends. But I'm an attention whore and I wanted to find this guy. So I posted it on my story. And of course this fucking troll responded. And I made the mistake of just writing back. Ha. Well. I officially fucking reinforced the behavior guys I reinforced it I reinforced it so what 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 ended up happening motherfucker showed up on one of my live videos making trolling comments about the guy in the bagel shop all because I reinforced the behavior now I have in my message requests like I have all of these people with these fake accounts trying to send me messages. I had one that had like a fucking Denny's logo as its profile picture. And it sent me a bunch of messages. But I never responded to it. So the motherfucker gave up. You know, but you respond to one, you've reinforced the behavior. So I thought, okay. So the fucker was commenting on my live video. So I thought, all right, well, I can't block this motherfucker because if I block him right now or her, could be a her, you know, um, then what? Then I reinforce the behavior and it'll be obvious that I've reinforced the behavior. So what I ended up doing was I did end up blocking this account. I ended up waiting a few days, you know, so it's not fresh. It will still reinforce their behavior once they see that they got the best of me. But now I get a do-over. They're going to create a new account. They're going to start harassing me again. But it doesn't matter because then I won't reinforce that account. And they'll eventually give up. Like they'll just move on. And then that'll be what happens. Unless, of, you know, I mean, and if they don't, it, you know, it doesn't matter because I'm never going to respond again. 
I've learned my lesson. This is what happens when you reinforce a behavior. It's kind of like when a drunk person is yelling. They always say like bartenders can de-escalate conflict faster than anybody. It's because when a drunk person's yelling, a bartender knows at all costs you do not argue with that person because it, it won't do anything but escalate the behavior. Something that they said during, you know, George Floyd and all of and all of that with police brutality was that police officers could really stand to learn some lessons from bartenders because there are ways that you could de-escalate and a lot of it has to do with not reinforcing. Because when you have somebody that's out of control, they're throwing things at you with begging for you to reinforce. So this concept of extinction is a behavioral studies concept. And what it means is that no matter what, you do not respond to the behavior. You put it on extinction, meaning that it, somebody continues to, let's say, call you at four o'clock in the morning and they do this forever let's say they're doing this for about four or five days and finally on day six you answer at four o'clock in the morning and you go please stop fucking calling me at four o'clock in the morning you motherfucker baba you've reinforced the behavior you just reinforced it it's gonna continue you fucked yourself extinction means no matter what you do not answer that call at four o'clock in the morning you do not answer it i don't care if it may might take three weeks but eventually that person will get tired of it and stop because behavior does not persist that is not reinforced like that's it it doesn't persist if it isn't reinforced reinforcement for behavior takes what what are we talking about in this episode energy so your energy your energy to con- continuously provide reinforcement. That's another way that you can guard your energy. Where are you reinforcing? You know, like this is something for you guys to think about seriously because when you want things in your life, you have to guard your energy like a fucking steel trap. You can't just willy-nilly let it go everywhere. If you want to attract things into your life and you want other things to leave your life, you have to be intentional. And you have to be very, very guarded. And where you invest your energy is what you're going to see more of because humans are usually running toward or away from something. And if you're running away from something and you're really running away from it, you're still focusing your energy on the thing. So this is where I can go back to physics, that the laws of physics states your thoughts create your reality. So be mindful. Be mindful of what you're thinking. Now there's there's so much more that I could say about it. There's, There's ways that, you know, I can get into beliefs and values and inner work and thoughts and all of these kinds of things, but that is not for this episode. This was just an episode about energy and you protecting it and me and me protecting it. I'm currently at a, at a place where I'm protecting my energy. It often sucks. Like, because honestly, I don't want to have to avoid people. Like, I don't, I, I want to grow in all of these areas, but, I, and I don't want to avoid, I don't want to avoid people. You know, I, I want to, I mean, right now, I think I talked about this in a previous episode. I'm close with uh, people that I knew from Pennsylvania. But when I was moving to New York and trying to get out of Pennsylvania and everybody was trying to fill me with limiting beliefs as to why I was never going to make it in New York, I had to estrange people. I had to push them out because they were inhibiting what I, you know, me, what I wanted to do. And that was more important. And my life is more important than your fucking feelings. And that's how you have to really be. And it's, you know, it, it can really suck, especially if it's somebody that you love, you know, like especially if it's somebody that you're in love with, like it can really suck. And, um, you know, you just have to, you just have to know that you, you are your first priority. Like I've talked about this before, your priority one, you, not anybody else, it's you. 
and you know you got to put yourself in a good space for that so that is where I'm at energetically and otherwise and uh, I got a little passionate there and I appreciate you all for coming back to hang out with me every Monday Uh, if you guys want to get a hold of me Andy, A-N-D-E-E, at getthefuckoff.com. Go to my website, getthefuckoff.com. You can listen to this, all the other episodes. Subscribe to my email list. Email me, Andy, A-N-D-E-E, at getthefuckoff.com. People are always weird about that because they think, oh, she's not going to want to talk to me. She never heard from me before. I actually, in my emails, I often will put a link to my calendar and be like, hey, if this resonated with you, schedule some time at this link. And I actually had somebody reach out to me. And I met her. We met this past week. And she said, I just wanted to formally introduce myself before I book time on your calendar. And I'm like, hi, it's so good to meet you. But like, that was not necessary. Like, you could have just booked time and put a little paragraph like, hey, fuck yeah. And I'd be like, fuck yeah. And we would have a great time. I was a bartender for like a third of my life. So please don't feel weird. Um, there is a link on my website to book some time. So that is open to everybody. It's 30 minutes. We can get to know each other. I am not awkward. And, you know, we see where things go. If you guys have been listening a while and there's something you want to talk about, or even if there's something that you want me to talk about on the podcast, you can write to me in an email. If you want to be on the podcast with me, which I always welcome, I made a I, I made a commitment to myself that I wasn't going to invest my energy into finding guests for the podcast because I, I'm juggling so many hats. You know what I mean? So I, I just don't have the energy right now to be able to invest into finding guests. Um, and I, I'm not hiring somebody to do it. So if you want to be on the show and there's something that you want to talk about, something that you think this audience, you know this audience, it's you. So so you know. You know what they want. Um Send me an email and then we'll get together and you can be on the podcast and we'll talk and it'll be wonderful. Um, Yeah, just go ahead. It's not weird. I would love to hear from you. Until then, guys, I'll be back next Monday with another episode of the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Until then, you all take care of yourselves. Stay beautiful. I'll see you next time.